Hello and welcome to Music Review Roulette, where usually we review three songs by three different artists, but this week we're doing something really special. Our uh, friend Sam Guyton, who's uh, just a an overall musical genius who uh, lives in New York, but is originally from Milwaukee, he uh, sent us his new single, Neon Lights, and we're going to let you listen to this. This song is incredible but he's also got a music video coming out for it and we got a chance to uh, call Sam in New York and have him kind of talk us through the inspiration behind the song um, how he uh, started his musical career and how he ended up um, where he is now so uh, we wanted to share that with you before I play the song, I just wanted to explain that um, we don't usually do phone interviews, so we learned about something called latency, which is, uh, it sounds like we're talking over each other, but trust me, we're not. Uh, we're, we're both nice people, but uh, here is the song, Neon Lights by Sam Guyton. Baby, baby, 
Awesome. Thank you for even thinking about doing this. Oh, absolutely. We're doing something new um, and we've got Sam on the line here and going to ask some questions in real time. And he's going to tell us about his new single called Neon White that came out on the 15th earlier this month. Cool, mm -hmm. cool, cool. Yeah, well, uh, three days ago, actually. So it's, it's real recent. I just listened to it today. Um, I really love the production on it. Sounds really clean, really well done. Um, did you do this with a producer? Um, you're in New York, by the way, right now. So did you work yes. with somebody there or somebody uh, back in your hometown in Milwaukee? Sure. So I'm actually in music business, and I have a really good friend named Dean Maupin. So we produced it together, actually, in my dorm room. Wow. Really? Impressive. Yeah, everything was yeah. done in the dorm room. Um, we didn't do live drums. We programmed a lot of stuff. Um, we, yeah, everything in the little comfort of my little dorm room. <laughs> That's really cool. So did you record it yourself as well? Yeah, everything. Wow. That's insane. As far as mastering, we sent it to my friend. Um, he actually, we lived in Milwaukee together. We started a band called Generation Z together a long time ago. But now mm -hmm. he lives in L.A. Um, he went to Berkeley. His name is Adam Leffler, and he's the one that mastered it. You guys, I think I saw you with uh, the Prince Experience at the Riverside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all dressed in purple, uh, purple jackets. Yeah, yes, you were. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Wait, so, Steve, are, do you also play? Yeah, yeah, I'm a drummer around town, so, and nice. so does Thea. Yeah, yeah, so Thea actually played in the Prince Experience that night. Yes, I think that might have been the first time that we met Thea, is that right? Yes, I think it was, I think oh it was. I have to say, seeing you, um, not only with the Prince Experience, but with Generation Z, um, you are a great performer. Thanks. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit, too, about um, you know, your dad, uh, Marcel, is kind of a, um, a standard name around town here in Milwaukee. How did he influence you getting involved in, you know, the music industry and performance, getting on stage? Tell us a little bit about how, you know, that happened. Sure. Um, so my dad never really pushed me to pursue the arts. I remember... I like I played soccer when I was a kid, so it was never like, you know, I think you should take piano lessons. I think you should take guitar lessons. I kind of found the interest on my own. And then um, my first passion was dancing. So I studied dance and kind of wanted to play guitar a little bit. So I started fooling around with that. And then I started to realize that my dad is a great like tool because I didn't realize how, you know, like you realize what your dad does, but you don't really realize what your dad does until you start to asked some questions, and then he just seemed to have every answer for every question I had regarding music. So, and that's yeah, funny, yeah. Right? So I um, started this band called Generation Z, and we were going to just do YouTube videos at the time, and I wasn't even going to sing. And 
I was a freshman at the time and I called, I think it was three other seniors down to my basement and there were two other girls that were going to sing. The song was going to be Treasure by Bruno Mars and we were going to post it on YouTube. But what ended up happening is the girls didn't show up. And here I am, a freshman with all these upperclassmen in my basement. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to look like a fool because I was looking like a fool already. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Um, so I just sang. And, like, obviously, like, that was my first time singing. I fooled around with singing. But, it, you know, it wasn't perfect. But the guys loved it. They were super, like, they thought it was so cool that we could just get, get together and jam. And my dad happened to hear us. And, you know, he said, you know, if you ever thought about doing this, you know, if you guys could put maybe a four-hour show together, maybe you could play at some places. And this is back when we were like 16 years old. So we didn't really think too much about it. We were like, yeah, maybe, you know, four hours is a long time. I don't know if bars or venues want us to replay the same songs like 20 times because that's what we would have had to have done, you know, <laughs> in order to do it. Right. When you were like, was it hard getting into bars? Like when you guys eventually, did you get that four hours yeah, of music? It was and then it was hard bars? to get into bars at first. So what happened was Dave Daler, um, owner yeah. of Saluno Calhoun, my dad talked to him and he, and Dave was like, yeah, let's give him a shot. And I think I was in November, my sophomore year of high school. So we had that whole summer to kind of really brush up on our tunes. And we rehearsed like three days a week. Like we were really passionate. And honestly, it was a lot of fun. We were just friends kicking it. So yeah, we did the show at Saluno Calhoun. It went really well. And that's when people you know kind of word kind of got around and you know we played at trinity's a little bit kind of getting our feet wet downtown playing more and more bars and then yeah just kind of picked up from there were you uh writing your own songs at that point or was yeah. it just learning the i've always been writing music um yeah. but never like producing them on this level yeah so talk a little bit about how that came up i remember you know years ago when when we first met you had mentioned that you were um, looking to write some of your own songs. So what inspired that? And, and how did the, the album come to, you know, finally sure. come to be? So I was in, well, first I always wrote music. So I, just, I had ideas, but the thing is when, and to kind of keep going with the story here. So we started doing um, clubs yeah. and then that quickly turned into weddings and that quickly turned into every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I would do a solo act during the week. My point in saying that is I had no time. So I had, you know, along with going yeah. to school and, you know, having a social life, hanging, you know, seeing your family, there was just, I had no free time. So I didn't really have time to write music. And I always, I dabbled in it, but it was nothing actually like serious, serious until I came to college. And then I was still flying back and forth to Milwaukee for some corporate shows, but I had a lot more free time, surprisingly, with college, which I know is hard to believe, <laughs> but I actually did. Yeah. And that's when I started writing. And then I took a trip and I traveled to Europe and I had classes for two days out of like, it was, it was incredible. We had classes two days a week and we would travel and we would go to all these places and it was so inspiring. And I had these voice memos that I would listen to on the plane of these little small like snippets of these songs, these, you know, motifs right. that I had kind of put together in my head way back in high school and I dabbled, you know, with it here and there. And um, in my dorm in yeah. Prague, I lived in the Czech Republic. There was a great grand piano. And I, man, every day I would go up there and it was so, wow. it was just great. It was very therapeutic. It was nice just to get all my thoughts out on paper. And that's when I wrote um, Neon Lights along with a few other tunes. Wow. I, that's amazing. I mean, so you're in Prague writing these songs. I mean, that had to influence like the lyrics you're writing, the 
the people you're meeting maybe around there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is just that, being around, just honestly, being around stuff that was different. I had never been there before, and it was just, it was just my first time in, a, like, a foreign country, and I was with my best friends. We were just hanging out. There's only so much work you can do, only so much hanging out you can do. When you only have classes two days a week, you start to really prioritize your time, and you start to figure out, like, what you actually want to do. And that's when – because I've always wanted to write music. But it was it it wasn't something that I had to do. At like it wasn't like okay, I have to get home, I have to go write music until I got to Prague, and I I was like almost like I would do my work as quickly as possible just so I could go to the piano and write. Yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? It's, yeah, I always say that too. Like when I have a gig, it's like I don't have to play it. You know, I don't. I get to Absolutely. do it. Like, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. Your perspective, right? Well, that's interesting, Sam, because. Um, when I went to uh, Europe, I went um, actually for college, we went on a music history trip. So I did get to go to Prague. We went to um, a bunch of places in Germany, Austria. So I got to see oh my God, same. You know, Mozart's first house and we're about the Oregon. It was so inspiring. It was just like mind blowing to see where all these great um, you know, musicians had um, written things and been inspired and so um i can completely relate to yeah and isn't it crazy how everything is still intact like it's just crazy looking at the architecture like what the heck beautiful yeah it's so beautiful i was there for a full semester so about four to five months and in my time i mean we traveled i went i saved up all my nickels and dimes and i traveled i went all over we we went to egypt greece i mean all over yeah wow what an experience Sam. Did, did you write the bulk of all the songs? I wrote there, everything pretty much in Prague. When I would travel, there was unfortunately yeah. no piano. Sometimes I would bring my guitar, but yeah, that gets a little weird sometimes. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, looking at Neon Lights, and um, you wrote that in Prague, but what... Uh, Absolutely. So the, the song, song is, is about... about Honestly, the idea that good guys still exist. I feel like right now there's this notion. Well, actually, there's always been a notion of, you know, guys aren't genuine. They don't want a serious relationship. They want X, Y, and Z. And this song is pretty much saying that, you know, somebody could be having feelings for someone and it could actually be genuine and it can be real. And that's what the whole song kind of is about. And it's funny because when I first wrote it, it was very Latin. Like, I'm not sure. Can you... Can uh, you hear this piano? So when I first wrote the song, yeah. it actually yeah. sounded like this. Ah. Yeah, that's so different. A little bit something, something more with the bass. Like I wanted something to really drive the bass with not much. If you listen to the song... There's very little like music elements in it at all. It's very bare, um, just because I, I was inspired by kind of the music I was listening to. But it's interesting. I just wanted to add that in there because it's funny because when I did write it and now talking with you guys, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was very Latin. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you removed all those Yeah, yeah, because I, like felt, I felt like it was oh. a little – it was nice, but it was a little too busy for what I wanted to do um, at the moment. Well, and what's nice about it is that's what's great about songs and you can develop them and – Maybe as you play it solo at some point, you can add Absolutely. more of those elements back in, depending on the show. And um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's funny. Like, that's sort of the trend where music is going. And I heard that 
in your song too. It's it's really it's relatable in a musical sense in that it yes. sounds like familiar, you know, to other things that I, I'm hearing on right, the radio which is and, and which is interesting right and. Because for me, I'm such an old soul. I love my influences are Earth and Fire, Nile Rogers, Stevie Wonder. Like I'm such an old soul that when I write these songs, I mean, there's like <laughs> Dean, the producer again, the guy who helped me produce this song, was like, "Yeah, that's great, but we can keep some of those elements, but we somehow have to bring it into future time." And then in like in listening to music again, it's like, "Oh wow!" Like I hear where people now are using stuff in the past and kind of bringing it to, to the future. And it's very interesting. And uh, yeah, it's very, uh, very, uh, very cool. Yeah. Everything comes from something. And uh, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, eventually those, what those influences are going to come out. And I, I think you still hear the influences in your music. It's just yeah. in a modern twist to it, you know? Right. Making it your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got this uh, EP that's coming out. What big plans do you have for it? So the single's out, and we have a music video dropping this Wednesday. It'll be aired on Facebook, on YouTube, all over. And I'm super excited for this project because it really is, it's very easy to create a music video that pretty much just follows what the song's doing. So, for example, like, you know, in this song, there's clearly a guy talking to a girl, he gets with, you know, they end up getting together and that's beautiful. That's easy. Everyone understands the story. It's relatable. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to create a video that complements the story and myself, I'm not, I'm no director. I just, you know, I'm a dancer. I like to sing and I, um, I like to write music, but I actually called in a director. Uh, he was my roommate while in Prague. His name is Joey Schweitzer and he, um, agree to direct Neon Lights. So I'm super excited for you guys all to see his work. Yeah, excited to see it too. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, you see bandmates that are off in LA at Berkeley and coming to help, um, you know, mix and, and produce. And then you've got this guy in Prague that's a director. I mean, all these clearly talented people are, are drawn to you somehow. <laughs> like you guys are, you know, doing such creative, cool things together. That's yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just as drawn to them because, I mean, me, but really it is not so much, like everybody says networking, and I agree 100% networking is important, but what I feel sometimes we as people in the entertainment industry fail to realize that networking is also just hanging out with your friends because a lot of times we attract people that are serious about their craft because if you're serious about your craft, nine times out of ten, the person you hang out with is serious about his or, or her craft. And that's honestly what I did when I was hanging out with Adam back in high school. We were just trying to put a band together to play at Saluna Calhoun. I, I wasn't like, oh, well, this is my way in to have somebody mix my song. That was never the thing. When I was in Prague, I was never thinking, oh, this is, would be a great director for Neon Lights. All that stuff is an aftermath. But I think at the core of it is just having you surround yourself with people that are like you and people that are serious about their craft. It just so happens that everything kind of lines up. I, I agree with that, but I also have to say, you know, um, meeting you a couple of times, Sam, you're a very humble person, um, and you're very well, you know, at, at your craft. And so I think you also attract that sort of a genuine person as well. Um, so I just had to add that in there because I think a lot of people, yes, in, in the music industry, it's all about networking, but it's all for personal gain. Sure. 
Um, and I don't get that when I when I talk to you. You you are you have genuineness about you. Thank you. You are for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um well yeah, I when is this you said it's coming out in uh a couple of days? Yeah, it actually comes out Wednesday. So yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. And that'll be up on like your website. Website, YouTube. YouTube, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, do you have plans to sort of market this to get uh, label support or booking support? Or what What are your plans like in the future? Where are you looking to take this? Sure. So we're on day four. So we're just kind of seeing how it's going over and seeing how people like sure. it. Yeah. Um, my goal is to, because, you know, I'm born and raised in Milwaukee. I would love to do a show over the winter break, just trying to work it out with the calendar and to see if maybe we could put together an original show where, of course, I, I would still do the majority of my covers that I've done, but throw in a few original songs, um, it, including Neon Lights and maybe two other ones that will be released in the future. Cool. That's great. Do you have like a, a band or... or a uh, culmination of musicians that you play with in New York as opposed to Milwaukee? And, and how does that work going back and forth between the two? Sure. So this is where it kind of changes a little bit. So just how I was doing mainly right before I left Milwaukee full-time to come to New York, I was flying back and forth, um, just pr pretty much doing corporate gigs in Milwaukee. And it was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Again, I was playing with my high school friends, no complaints. But it was beginning to become a lot because of school and my, my academics were getting harder and harder. And there's only so much studying you can do on a plane and then it's like off and on. And then you spend a lot of time traveling. And then when you look back at it, you lose a lot of time to really study. So what I did was I kind of, you know, looked around my New York peers and I actually got an opportunity to start performing with this orchestra called Jimmy Valley um, Entertainment. The band's called Uptown Mix. It's Valley Entertainment. And the owner, his name is Jimmy Valley. Super, super great guy. So I'm now with them. I perform with them full time, pretty much every weekend, doing the same type of things, corporate events, and all that fun stuff. So wow. that's my gig in New York. So, but for the original material, we are actually in the middle right now of doing auditions, trying to put something together for the spring to start booking shows in uh, Brooklyn and in Manhattan, doing original content. Good for you. Yeah. yeah, that's the place to do it. I mean, that's amazing. Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, somebody's going to hear this and the right ears are going to get on this. And, I mean, we'll, we'll be hearing you everywhere, I'm sure, shortly. So. And honestly, and this is what I always tell my dad, because it's my thing is I've always wanted to have the opportunity to produce and to create a song on this level. So with this, you know, thanks to Dean Maupin and my friends, for me, like, this was just creating the song and getting it out there and saying, okay, this is my work. Here you go. For me was like everything. So whatever comes like the fact that you guys want to talk about the song, this is great. Like, this is so cool to me because I've been doing covers for so long. And now this is something that I've personally wrote and people are taking an interest in people are sharing it on Facebook to their friends and on Instagram, posting it on their stories. It's like, it's just, it's really, it's a really cool feeling. That is exactly why I love original music as well. When you get to create something and share it and people like it as well, it's like the best feeling in the whole world. Yes, absolutely. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks so much for talking to us, Sam. Yes. Um, anything else you want to promote or uh, any websites you want to give out? I, I know your music at samgeiton.com, but anything else? Yeah. 
No, just, you know, I want to give a shout out to Logan Delgado. He's my manager. I think he does a really good job of kind of holding this all together while we were shooting the uh, music video. I can't see. I've never shot. Well, I've, I've done dance music videos. That's dancing is kind of my thing, but I've never done a music video on this level. And when he signed on to do it, he's like, yes, I'm totally down to produce it. But it, but we're going to do it kind of this way. And I was like, absolutely. And it was so professional. He handled it so well. And I'm just saying this one example to say kind of how he handles everything. So I'm super grateful to have him on my team. There's just so many great people that I would love to shout out. I just, I'm just really, I feel very blessed to have a great pool of people around me. Thanks so much, Sam. Uh, that was great to have him on the phone with us. Uh, again, I apologize for the audio. Hopefully you were able to bear through that and, uh, take this interview as something uh, as special as we thought it was. Um, thanks again to Shop FM for playing our podcast on uh, their iHeartRadio station as well as YouTube. Thanks to Rock on Milwaukee uh, for playing our podcast there as well as Johnny Groans who plays um, his own podcast, runs his own podcast, uh, Wisconsin Music Buzz, and uh, check that out as well. Um, if you would like your, your pennies, dimes, quarters, and nickels all put into, into order um, for um, all of your change needs, um, she'll polish your change as well. And, um, and just for fun, she'll actually throw your change um, into fountains and make wishes for you. Um, that's right, Thea is starting her own uh, change-throwing wishing company. It's Hello Cello LLC at Facebook. Uh, she'll also do your music promotion, your social media, your blog posts, whatever you need to get your band to the next level. She will also play cello at your baby's brisk if uh, you need a cello for that instance when the when the brisk is happening. Um, it'll calm the baby. It'll it'll make everything super nice. It'll soothe the the poor little baby um anyway yeah thanks so much for listening we really do appreciate it thanks again to sam and um we'll see you next time bye